Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Yo, what up? Welcome to Tevez is the Best. Today is Friday, August 25, 2023. My name is JC Tevez. Welcome to the podcast about my life and nothing else, but stick around. You might learn something new. Holy, what a week it has been, friends. So... I was stressing. Remember, I always talk about my voiceover work and I had a huge invoice pending for one of my clients. And it's, it's that client that I always tell you guys about where I always have to follow up. And it was like two weeks. They weren't saying anything. They would scene zone my messages. But early this morning at like 3 a.m., they, they approved it. So yes, I'm so happy, bro, because this, this, this uh, invoice will carry me over for at least two months. I was so stressed, man. So now I'm chilling. I'm hanging out. I actually connected with some of the other VO artists for this uh, this company. And I was like, man, did they pay you yet, bro? And you know, it's crazy. These artists, because I, I checked their WhatsApp. And you know how they have the country code on there? They have artists from France and South Africa and England. So Philippines represent. Um, other than that, you know, speaking of making money, later on today, I have a two-day hosting uh, I'm going to be once again at SM North Edsa for my favorite client, SM Cyberzone. <laughs> I'm hosting, um, it's mostly for kids. Uh, it's like a Roblox event. And I've never played Roblox. I, I, I've seen videos of it on TikTok and YouTube and stuff like that. Uh, especially on TikTok where they have like a Roblox video playing just to catch your attention. And there's a completely different video that's playing in, like above it. Uh, all I know is it's, it's kind of like Minecraft, but, but not, I don't know. So I'm hosting a Roblox thingy for the, for today and tomorrow. So if you happen to listen to this and you're happening to pass by SM North Edsa, go to the cyber zone and the annex and maybe you'll, you'll see what's going on over there. Maybe you'll see me say hello. Uh, so that's what's happening in just a few hours. I've been doing, I've been catching up on some other voiceover work for other clients as well. And other than that, that's pretty much my money-making schemes this week. Halala show. By the way, uh, we have a Lecheka out. It came out this week. And Rika and I just recorded yesterday for our season finale. Yes, indeedy. Because uh, we've shared it on the podcast already. But in case you missed the news, uh, I'm going to be going uh, away for some time. Now, I'm not going to jail. Uh, I'm going to different places. I'll be out of Metro Manila for most of September the first week, I'll be going for the first time ever uh, to Shargao. I've never been there. I, you know, I've always seen the pictures and, and the videos and stuff. You know, I remember there was like a typhoon that hit there, what, last year? Uh, I don't know how well it's recovered. I, I mean, I see videos on TikTok nowadays. Was it a year ago or two years ago when that happened? So hopefully, you know, hopefully it's, it's a fun experience. And then uh, right after returning, I have like a day in between back in Manila. And then I'm flying to Europe, uh, courtesy of my mudra, my mother, who is covering all expenses. Yes, I am privileged like that. Thank you so much, Mama. Uh, she's going for, her, I think, high school friends reunion thing. And she asked me if I wanted to go. And who am I? 
Who am I to turn down a free trip to Europe, man? Come on. No one would do that. So I, I did that. Uh, the only bummer I could take from this is that I got offered a, a pretty cool hosting. So you remember the whole, uh, what's her name? Christine. No, no, not Christine. Christelle Fulgar and the, and the K-pop fan meet. So I actually worked with a K-pop slash Korean events team, local events team that runs Korean events here. And I worked with them a, a few times. And they asked me if I could host a fan meet in Cebu in September. I forgot the name of the artist. Unfortunately, it coincides with my trip to Europe. So I'm a little bit bummed about that. Uh, but also, at least the pressure of facing those Korean fans is off my shoulders. I, I, I mean, you already saw how you've seen how these fans can be so ride or die for their group. And if you fuck up at a fan meet or something, it, it's kind of nerve wracking. I remember hosting for this guy named Im, Inhum, Inhum, I know, fuck, I forgot his name. Imhyun, Imhyun Shik. I hope I'm saying that correctly. And I, I didn't know anything about him. And so I did my research, whatever, but I was so nervous that the, the, the fans would see through my, I wouldn't say facade, but I guess it is, right? Cause I, I mean, they asked me to host it maybe like a week before and I, you know, I can only do so much research and I can only listen to their songs, but to develop like a, to be a true fan of an artist, you need months and years. Uh, you know, like you can't just listen to their discography and be like, I'm a huge fan. To know more about them, you have to do, to, you have to really like have been a fan for a while. So that's the only thing that I was kind of nervous about whenever I host these things. But I would have loved to have take, taken it. But on the bright side, once again, Europe is going to be bomb. Uh, the, I, my mom sent me the itinerary, but it's been so long since I looked over it. I know, I think the first stop is Germany. But other than that, I don't know what other countries we're visiting. All I know is that we're going to different countries. And yeah, don't you need a Shenzhen visa, Jason? Well, I am uh, blessed in that regard. I have a U.S. passport along with my Philippine citizenship. It's awesome. Blue passport, baby. But I read somewhere, I think it was on Instagram, one of those clickbait articles that next year, supposedly Europe is going to be imposing visa requirements for U.S. passports, which I think is fair, uh, you know, because why, why, why the, why do the other countries, especially Filipinos, have to go through all that bullshit, right? To go to a different country. And then we let them in here. Like, you know, there's probably hella Germans in Shargao <laughs> drinking San Miguel and, and hooking up with the locals, right? And they probably just had to show their passport to get in there. It's kind of strange. Like, you know, the, 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 the dichotomy, the dichotomy of it all. Uh, I don't know. I mean, is it an outdated fear to have you know, to, to think that Filipinos will go there and, and TNT, and they call it TNT, right? Tago, tago ng tago, where they hide or they go there and work under the table illegally or overstay their visa. Does that still happen? I'm sure it does. But is it, I feel like that's something that's so 90s. Am I just being ignorant? Cause I, I really haven't heard much about it. I guess that's, I guess that means they're good at hiding, right? If I, if we haven't heard much about it, <laughs> but maybe that's why they're so strict still. I don't know, man. Um, other than that, what else is going on? Oh, Rika's going to be doing a, a triathlon. That's also the reason that we were taking a break. But in October, we plan to co come back in full force and just, you know, 
hit the ground running. Same old Halala show, but with a little more added content. I'll give you a sneak peek because we haven't really discussed it on the podcast itself. But we plan to incorporate more video elements, maybe be more Gen Z and have some TikTok elements added as well. Uh, more posts on social media and maybe even some live streams, which we, we experimented with during the pandemic, but we never really were consistent about it. But I think we are really on the grind now, especially that Rika has finished her course and she's now looking for a job. So this, I think she has more time as well to kind of dedicate to uh, growing the podcast. Um, speaking of, so I, I always say when I think about things that happened during the pandemic, I, I, I say stuff like, oh, was that 2021, 2022? Like it felt like a year ago, but maybe it was three years ago. You know, it, it sometimes uh, baffles me that it was actually three years ago, more than like three and a half years ago that the pandemic actually started. But to me, it feels like a year ago. And I feel like all those years that like were lost during lost to pandemic were are kind of compressed in a single year. Like I remember 2020 pretty uh, distinctly, like the lockdown and being at home. But 2021 is like a complete blur to me in terms of stuff like what what actually happened in 2021. Do you guys remember? Like I always if events happen in 2021, I chalk it up to either in my memory, it happened in 2020 or it happened like in 2022 when the pandemic restrictions started lifting. But the whole of 2021 to me is like a blank. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, cause 2022 is when I went on trips to Chicago and the States. 2020 was playing Call of Duty Warzone almost every day and waiting for restrictions to lift and trying to find sources for, for vape. <laughs> I remember that we had my, me and my two of my co DJs before who were, you know, who were, uh, into vape and addicted to nicotine at the time. We had like a, a support chat, like, where did you find your, your vape pods, man? <laughs> but 2021, what the, f- what happened in 2021? Do you guys remember? I, I really don't. Um, let's see. Movie. So on Halal Show, which we haven't released, uh, until Monday. So I'll give you a sneak peek of, as well, if my, where you been, uh, what movies I watched. Uh, I watched Elemental, which is the new Pixar movie that came out in theaters maybe a month or two ago. And it was really good. I, I, I would put it like, I, I know, I don't know if we've ranked the Pixar movies on here before. I know we've ranked Disney movies. Maybe we should do that. Pixar movies, huh? Top Pixar movies of all time. Pixar movies. Ranked. Okay, let's take a look. Let's go into it. Okay, first of all, I'm sure you're curious. Where does Elemental rank? Elemental, for me, falls right probably like right below top 10. I'm, I could probably name you 10 better Pixar movies, but it's definitely not like bottom 10. So I guess it's mid-tier. I don't know. I feel like it's like upper tier. So there's like S tier. Elemental is like A tier. Uh, first of all, you have to describe JC, right? What is S tier? What is A tier? Let's, let's go through the list right here. Uh, S tier. I'll list you all the S tier ones. Okay. Toy Stories one, two, and three are S tier. Although I didn't like Toy Story two as much, I would still consider it S tier. Toy Story four is like B tier for me. A or B 
but it'd probably be B tier because I felt like it was completely unnecessary. I get, you know, they want to make more money, but I think Toy Story 3 capped it off perfectly. Monsters, Inc. for me is S tier. Easy. Uh, Finding Nemo is S tier. Finding Dory, though, is B tier. 100%. Like, Elemental is better than Finding Dory, and it's better than Toy Story 4. Good Dinosaur is like F tier. That movie sucks. Wally is like D tier. I get that people love Wally. I don't really like it. It's boring. But it's not F tier, but it's it's like D tier for me. Cars 1? Mm, Cars 1 is like A tier. Then all the other cars after Cars 1 is like D tier. Like, I don't, I, I hate Cars 2. It's, it's trash. Did they make a Cars 3? If they did, it probably sucked too. Brave, F tier. I hate that movie. Uh, Ratatouille, S tier. Inside Out, S tier. Uh, Monsters University, C or D. Like, not that great. Uh, so Elemental is better than Monsters University. Yeah, they did make a Cars 3. Yeah, so Elemental is better than Cars 3. Up, S tier. Onward, See, Onward is like B tier. I think Elemental is better than Onward simply because I remember more of the story of Elemental. I know it might be recency bias, but I watched Onward once and I enjoyed it. But for the life of me, I can't remember any of the names of the characters in that movie. Luca is B tier. Luca is B tier. Incredibles, you know what? Not a fan of Incredibles 1. Incredibles is like a B tier. But Incredibles 2 for me is A tier. It's not S tier, but it's A tier. Coco, S tier. Easy. Coco is S tier. Lightyear, D tier. That movie's trash. Um, Bugs Life, S tier. Bugs Life for me. Most people, you know, surprisingly on Reddit, a lot of people don't like a Bugs Life, but I think it's one of the best ones. What else is here? Oh, Soul, S tier. Easy. Soul is S tier. Um, see, I'm scrolling down. There. Have I covered it all? Ratatouille, yeah, I have. Soul, Wally, Turning Red. Turning Red is like A tier for me. Elemental and Turning Red to me are the closest in terms of how they fare in my mind, like how similar they are, but also how I felt after watching it. Like they're really good, but they don't make S tier, but they're, they're like on the cusp. So Turning Red and Elemental are pretty close. Oh, have I missed any? Brave. Oh, my God. I can't believe Good Dinosaur is... I think Good Dinosaur is the worst one out of all of them. I know I shit on Wally and Brave a lot, but Good Dinosaur is awful. Like, I hate that movie. Lightyear, not good. Cars 3. Oh, so I have covered it all. Okay, so there we go. It falls, like, below S tier, but above all the ones that I, la- I listed below A tier. There we go. So I watched Elemental... What else did I, what else have I, uh, what else did I watch? Oh, I watch Past Lives. Past Lives. Uh, on TikTok, on Movie Talk on TikTok, everybody's praising Past Lives. And admittedly, I, you know, I watched it. It was kind of a slow burn. It's a, it's a non-humorous movie. Like, there's no humor at all, I would say. It's really a love story that spans over 24 years uh, about these two Korean people one is one korean girl immigrate emigrates immigrates emigrates to the u.s and then it's it shares their story of like misconnections and whatnot it is very similar to the before trilogy so before sunrise after sunrise before sunrise before sunset and before midnight so if you like that stuff if you're into that kind of that kind of movie i think this movie will definitely hit the spot for you 
It's a movie that I would never rewatch again, though. That's what I have to say. It's a good movie. It's a little too slow for me. I get why they, why it's kind of slow, but I don't think I would watch it again. The acting is fantastic. The, the cinematography is really good. You know, it's an A24 film, so you know, they, 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 they tend to make pretty good visually appealing movies. I never really, the, the only person I knew in the movie was the main girl who I've seen in the morning show and I saw her in something else. Oh, she was in Russian Doll, like season one. I, I never watched season two, but she was the Asian friend in Russian Doll whenever she would wake up from dying, like her Asian homie. Uh, she's pretty good. She's really good in, in past lives. But would I rank it in like one of the best movies of the year? I don't think so. That's my personal take. Like, I could probably name you 10 movies that I watched this year that are better than that. For me, like, more entertaining. Like, this next movie that I'm going to talk about, which is the probably the third movie or the last movie I'm going to talk about for today's podcast. It's called No Hard Feelings, starring J-Law, Jennifer Lawrence. Where's the pizza? Jennifer Lawrence. Wow. That movie is so unbelievably funny. Like, I, I, I was skeptical. Like, the trailer looked good. But I was skeptical because I, I don't think I've ever really seen Scarlett Johansson or not Scarlett, uh, Jennifer Lawrence in a uh, comedic role, like a purely comedic role. And she killed it, man. She was like really funny. A- and there are a lot of killer lines. There's there's an amazing scene in there, which I talked about on Halala show involving full frontal nudity, but done in a in a hilarious way. Uh yeah, there's a lot of one-liners. The main guy in it, I've never seen him before, but he was really good as that nerdy, awkward, socially awkward kid. So the story is Jennifer Lawrence's character is hired by the rich parents of that main kid to date him and I think take his virginity or whatever so that he can be more social when he goes off to college. It's a pretty basic premise. It's a it's a pretty tried and you know tried and true premise for rom-coms i would say like that happens all the time right you hire someone to date your friend like 10 things i hate about you or she's all that or or whatever like it's pretty similar but it's a rated r raunchy comedy and it hits the spot i would definitely recommend it it's one of the funnier movies i've seen in a long time like when i think about it because i read somewhere online that they stopped making these these rated R comedies because not many people go see them in theaters, especially with the advent of streaming nowadays. Like no one really goes to the theaters to watch comedies anymore. And I don't know how well this did in the box office, but I hope it did well because I feel like I hope it ushers in, you know, a Judd Apatow era again. Cause you guys know Judd Apatow, right? Judd Apatow films. Because do you remember, I was in high school when, when Judd Apatow films were coming out, like 2005, 2007. So 40-year-old virgin knocked up, super bad, train wreck. Well, train wreck came a little bit later, but like 40-year-old virgin, this is 40, uh, what else? And movies in a similar veins that weren't Judd Apatow, um, uh, what was that movie? Uh, Tropical, Tropic Thunder, which is hilarious up to this day, I think. Step Brothers, Talladega Nights, Anchorman. Uh, all of these came out like mid 2000s to late 2010s, but then they stopped making them, which sucks because 
a lot of these movies fall in like my favorite movies to watch. Like Forgetting Sarah Marshall is another good one. Step Brothers was hilarious. What else? I'm looking at like similar movies here. But yeah, I, they stopped making them. And and before uh before No Hard Feelings came out, I'm trying to look back at movies that I really that stood out to me. And the only one I can think of off the top of my head is uh Good Good Boys. And that movie is so funny too, Good Boys. And yeah, I, that that that's like in terms of comedies, I I can't think of any off the top of my head. That's how infrequent comedies have been coming out lately in wide release there are so many comedies that come out on streaming but quality wise a lot of them are pretty garbage i would say like there's that one movie which i enjoyed because i like adam devine but he had a movie on netflix with uh pierce brosnan and it's called the outlaws like i enjoyed the movie but that movie's not good like if you if you played in theaters i would feel like i would feel cheated out of my money but watching it on stream, you have nothing to lose because you're, you're probably piggybacking off of somebody's Netflix and it's a, it's a good time, but it's not worth the money if it was going to be shown in theaters. So yeah, I mean, I think that's the podcast for now, man. I got to get ready for work. Am I still recording? Oh my God. Oh, I am. Thank God. <laughs> I have so many audacity windows up for my voiceover work. I thought I stopped recording. Yeah. 20 minutes, keeping it short and sweet. Um, oh, shout out, by the way, to Jotham. Happy birthday, brother. Thank you for always listening to the podcast. And to everyone else, if you want to message me about the podcast, if you want me to uh, answer any questions, you can use the Spotify Q&A thingy that's in this podcast, or you can message me on the podcast Instagram. Sorry for such a convoluted mix. My, I haven't really slept that well, <laughs> and I, I'm focused on getting some work done before heading off to the hosting. But I wanted to get an episode out, okay? So take care, enjoy your weekend, and I'll catch you all. Say it with me later. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm-hmm.